Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I am David Olson, joined, as always, by our Heat Beat writer here at the Herald, Anthony Chang. What's going on, Anthony? What's up, dude? We're always joined by you, too. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'm the one who says it. You, you can intro it one week if you want to. All right, next week I want to intro. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're sitting here at American Airlines Arena. The Heat just whooped the Hornets 117-100. They are now 7-0 at home. With an average margin of victory of, I think you said, 18.3 in those home games. They're now, I think, 10-0 against teams with a 500 record or worse. It's been the heat, uh, taking care of business as usual. Um, But I think we should mostly, we're going to mostly talk actually about the game prior to this one uh, on Saturday where the heat went up to Philadelphia on the back end of a back-to-back and got whooped by Philly. Yeah. It was uh, really kind of the first, we, we had talked a couple of weeks ago about how this was a really soft stretch of the Heat schedule and two games against Cleveland, game against Detroit, trip up to Chicago right before that, um, Charlotte tonight, the Warriors coming up on Friday, which are the worst team in the league, which is kind of crazy. Um, so Philly was the first good team they'd really played in a while, and they laid an egg, Um you know, like I said, back end of a back to back. So there, there's some excuses there. It's definitely just straight up the worst game they played. Like, you know, they would have if they shot like that against anyone, you probably yeah. lose. But one thirteen eighty six, and it was never close. Um, you were up there for that. I didn't see much of it because I was watching an equally gruesome uh, college football game between Miami and FIU. Uh, what just were you thinking watching that game? Were you, you know, this was a game that was. I think we had had kind of penciled in as a yeah. loss, but it was also, you know, a chance for the Heat to kind of, you know, if they win that game, it's at the point where it's like, okay, yeah, like, it, this team's going to play with anyone. Which is, what were you kind of thinking during that loss? Were there long-term concerns at all from it? Were there, was there you know, just kind of disappointment in how they played? What, what, what were you thinking watching that up there? Well, I think it definitely, it definitely would have felt different if they were lost, like, by five points, and it was, yeah. like, one of the, you know, like the loss against... The Lakers, so, uh, or yeah. even the Lakers, like back to back, you fight, you keep it, you know, you keep it close in the fourth quarter. You're, you know, you're right there. But this one, I mean, the Heat never even led. So it, it was definitely the worst game they've played. There are excuses you could make. Mm-hmm. You know, second half of back to back, they really had not had like a shooting performance. Like I guess the Lakers, they shot pretty bad. Um, but they, they, I mean, it was they had what they had six made threes. I think they had like one or two threes in the first half. I think they had one three in the first half. Um, for a team that has the third best three point shooting percentage yeah. in the league, like I don't think uh, I don't think they're as bad as they sh- kind of looked in. Film. <laughs> yeah, like, I think that's like I, I think that was like one of, like one of the worst games they could probably play. Um, they had twelve assists for a team that's averaging like twenty eight assists. Like that, this is a totally this way like a totally different team in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Now some of that was Philadelphia, like they're length really bothered the heat yeah. like, you know I was talking to Kelly about it after that game and he's like it was intense like they're I mean Josh Richardson is a, the shortest guy in the starting lineup right at 6'6 six, six, I think or 6'5 their length bothered them and you could see the you know the impact they had on the Heat's offense but um, are there matchup concerns with Philly sure I think if the Heat matched up with Philly in the playoffs I'm sure Philadelphia would be favored mm-hmm. um, but do I think the Heat are as bad as they looked no yeah. I, I think it's a it's closer than that um it was just a bad night, you know. It was second night of back to back again, regression to the mean. I mean, the Heat have been shooting so yeah. well. Like, 
We didn't expect them to shoot close to 50% for the season. So they're going to have games like this. It just so happened to happen against Philly. And, you know, Philadelphia obviously also made a lot of shots. Like, it wasn't just he missing shots. His defense wasn't great. But, I mean, on the night when Josh Richardson goes to 11 for 15, I mean, we saw Josh Richardson for a couple seasons here, four seasons here, and he doesn't have many of those nights. Yeah. I think it was the second most points he scored in a game in his entire NBA career. Yeah. So, good night for Philly, bad night for Miami. The result was a blowout loss. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely worth noting that this Heat team is not as good as things have gone, and, and I don't think we should just discount the fact that they're beating up on these bad teams. No, I mean, that that's was, That was what cost yeah. them last year. That's where most teams get their wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't beaten a team with a record better than 500 since November 3rd. Yeah. And part of that is because they just haven't played a lot of those teams. I think they're just, with the Philly game, I guess they're 0-3 with all three losses on the road, two of them on the back end of a back-to-back, mm-hmm. um, and one in Denver yeah. in a game where Justice got hurt. Um and Denver had the best just, home record you know, in the season last year. Yeah, and playing the altitude. I mean, the game, so, yeah. so there are, like, excuses to make, but, you know, then we're recording this, like I said, Monday, so they play the Rockets in a couple days in Houston. That'll be a really good barometer, I think, even if you, you even if you don't win that game, although, again, you want to, because then you'll yeah. be four straight losses to teams with their records. You just want to kind of show your... Not just a team that's yeah. like the best bad team, I guess, or like <laughs> this, you know, yeah, this earning wins against like yeah. feeders. So like I said, you know they've they've done what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I think when we kind of came into the season, if you had like said there were going to be four lost, that they were going to be what are they twelve and four. Twelve and four. Yeah. Those might have been the four games you picked as losses. Maybe the Milwaukee one early in the year. Um, so you know, there's. It's kind of like what the Heat are supposed to be right now, considering like what they've shown they can be. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's you know it's going to be the difference between when we talk about you know, can this team be a three seed or or, five, or are they going to be the four five? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yes, I agree. Like their losses, I mean, you want to see them beat good teams. Yeah. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's like you can justify all their losses. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers are fifteen and two. I mean, that's the best record in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, not many teams are beating the Lakers. And again, especially back, the back, back to back, back yeah. in L.A. at the end of a West Coast trip. Denver's 12-3. and three. They won five yeah. in a row. I mean, they're the second best team in the West. Um, Philly, they don't have a great – I mean, they're a good, good, solid record. But, yeah, I mean, they're the preseason favorite in the East. That's why six, it's the one yeah, that you single out is, that's like – In Minnesota, I guess, is the one. That, yeah. But Honestly, again, like, second the, back-to-back as well after beating yeah, Milwaukee after without beating Milwaukee. Jimmy. It was so early in the season, like, I don't know, doesn't that Milwaukee win feel like an eternity ago? It does. I mean, it matters, obviously. Yeah. You, know, you only play Milwaukee so many times, you get a win against them you, without Jimmy. So, you know, you can make the excuse that it's early in the season or whatever, but the Heat were hamstrung more than anyone at that point. Yeah, that was uh, impressive. And Fe- I mean, Phoenix is 8-8 eight eight now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think at that point they were like 5-2 and two or something. Yeah. And, yeah, they're not the best team in the West, but they were playing well. He needed that win because mm-hmm. going to LA the next night. You know that's probably going to be a loss, so you don't want to get a, have an zero three trip. So that was an important game, and they won it. So it wasn't against a winning. I mean, it was against a winning team at that point. They're five hundred now, but that was a solid win as well. So they really haven't had many chances when you think about right, it. Right? Yeah, like, I mean that's really what it is, teams. and that's why that Philly game I think is one that's just 
It's frustrating that they didn't even yeah. compete. Right? Yeah, it's. I think if it continues, like if they lose by thirty points to Houston, yeah, and then they go on this trip this weekend in Brooklyn, Toronto, and Boston, which is, I mean, Brooklyn is Bro- is a little bit disappointing to yeah. the season, There's but still, it's still uh, three good teams. Yeah. They're still a winning team. They're, I would think, above 500. I mean, they're, like I said, they've, they've lost three in a row against yeah. teams with better than 500 records. Um, Houston will be your fourth chance. And then all three games on that trip. As of now, I think Brooklyn's like 8-7 and seven or 9-8. and eight. I think they're a game above right now. 9-8. and 9-8. Yeah. and eight. So, Yeah, they're going to have yeah, four so, of the I mean, next five. Yeah, so this is... That's an important stretch. Yeah, yeah this is a chance to, to show that... It's not just you're not just a team beating up on the little guys, but I mean, like I we, I touched on earlier, it's important to just yeah. beat up. That was the biggest flaw probably from last year's team is that they you know they beat some good teams last year too. Yeah. They just were horrible against bad teams, and it it kept them from making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're not just beating bad teams, right? They're, that's they're blowing the other them thing. out. You know, like they're take they're leading from start to finish pretty much. Yeah, in most of these games, so. It, you want this stretch will, will tell us something about the Heat, but again, all four games that they're playing against winning teams are on the road, so mm-hmm. they're not going to be easy. But if they can get two of the four, you definitely want to. If they go, if they lose all four, I think we'll come back next week and say, okay, right. what's going on? Yeah, is this team? It, will, is this team for real? Like, is it a playoff? Can it win in the playoffs? Yeah, I think it's a playoff team. I don't think there's any doubt. There's about a, that it's a playoff yeah. team. Yeah, but can, can it compete with the top teams in the East yeah. and the top teams in the West? So, yeah. Um, Which I keep yeah. wanting, I keep having to stop myself from saying they haven't shown they can do that yet because they did beat Milwaukee. And I think that's an important one, even yeah. though it was a long time ago at this point. You know, it showed you could. It's an important with one, but it's like, you know, I don't want to discount that one. It was the most yeah. impressive one of the year, but it almost was like a fluke win. It was like their biggest comeback in like years, yeah. and like they didn't have Jimmy. They were down like by twenty something. At some right. Point. Well, that's why they made all these. Some of that is why ends. I think it's a, a win you got to point out, right? Yeah. Because. If you have Jim, you know, it it, it kind of set the tone for this team in a lot right. of ways this year. For sure. If you lose that game, you're one and one after two games. Like that, that game. Without Jimmy. Without Jimmy, yeah. it might be middling around, you know, 500. I mean, you have to think Jimmy was watching that game and being like, All right, I yes. like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So I, I think, bottom line, they've done what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I think that's a good thing because for three years now, this team has not done what they're yeah, supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. And it's cost them at the end by. Missing the playoffs by a game or half a game or by a tiebreaker, like it happened, you know, 2016 17. So they've done what they're supposed to do. The four losses are easily justified. Well, it's also Three back to backs. One and the other one was against the best home team in the league last season. So mm-hmm. I think it's all pretty much a lot of positives going it's on. It's interesting. They've only had one home game against a team with a winning record yeah. all year. Like, it's they haven't been put in advantageous situations no. to, to play well against. Yeah. Uh, Good teams. Three of them are getting on back to backs, and the other one was. Um, they're all been oh, on the road. They've all been on the road, yeah. and they obviously kick the crap out of Houston yeah. at home. And that'll be that's that'll make Wednesday. I think uh, it's kind of the the one where you look at it and you're like, all right, this is the most. You know, obviously, road is always just a slight disadvantage, yeah. but it's it's different than Philly on the back to back. This one, Brooklyn, when you start that trip mm-hmm. on Sunday at three o'clock. Um, and even Toronto, yeah, the day in between those between. games. Boston at the end of that trip, coming from Toronto back to back. Yeah. That's a, that's that might be one of those Philly games where you lose yeah, by yeah. twenty just because you know going through customs, you get 
flying to flying to Boston. Yeah, we don't know. Back at four in the morning. We don't know who's going to be healthy with yeah. this team. We don't know who's going to be so, sick. <laughs> but I think that Rock, the Houston game, the Brooklyn game, and the Toronto game. Yeah. One and two, not great, but okay. If you go two and one, I think we're yeah. talking about something. And I think with Philly, so much of this just is the way they lost again. Like yeah. like you're saying, like we didn't, we weren't having this conversation right. after they lost. To Lakers. After they went yeah. one and th- two on a road trip and lost that back end of a back to back to the Lakers because they showed up. And this was the first time all year they didn't show up. You know, even Denver, where they lost by 20, um, it was, you know, it's, there's a difference between losing by 20 and losing by what was the final difference in that Philly game, like 30. Five or something, right? It's, uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it was like by and it was yeah, and it was yeah, not yeah. that close. Yeah. So, um, but I think and that's and that was a game where you, you know, it was the first shot since that Milwaukee game against yeah. one of the East teams that you've kind of been comparing yourself to, right? Yeah, and I, I think it's important to point out too that this team has been. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, maybe this team's better without justice. But they've yeah, they've been playing without Justice, who we thought Ooh. was going to be the second or third best player on the team. He the had the season. best plus minus in the league in the team last season. Yeah, and this year, when he's played only five of the sixteen games mm-hmm. per game, the Heat are scoring teams by eight point six points, which is the best on the team as well, like on average. Yeah, can't do total. He's only played five games, but on average plus minus, he has the best one. So when he's available, it's going to be interesting to see how this team looks. Like, how mm-hmm. much is he going to help this team? How does he fit now with Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup? Like those are all questions that are going to probably be answered here over the next few weeks. Anthony, it's like you're becoming a professional podcast. I know. Right? Like a transition. beautiful yeah, transition. Spoke today before the game. Um, so, do you think Justice is going to be back at practice Tuesday? So, mm-hmm. um, it's been I think it's been like three weeks to the day, pretty three, much. Yeah. If he plays Wednesday, I think it'll be three weeks to the day yeah, from the right. last time he played. Um, we he's it's concussion, so it's been a thing where like you just have no idea. Um, yeah. How do you think he fits? This team is you know in a lot of ways a lot different than it was yeah. even when he last suited up. It's it's I don't really I've been trying to think of like it's like weird to imagine him yeah. on the court right like obviously he's really good so he's he's gonna help. But so many things have gone right for this team when he's while he's been out. So it's like you, Duncan has been so good in certain lineup. He kind of fits, mm-hmm. but I just I don't know how you don't start Justice. Mm-hmm. I know it seems like Jimmy and Justice might not work together because their skill sets are redundant and um, you need more shooting on the court maybe to kind of open it up for each of them. Yeah. Um, but I I just don't know how you bring Justice off the bench, especially when you have Goran coming off the bench. Right. Like right, he's your ball handler. He's your ball handler, right. So, I think Justice starts eventually. I don't know if he'll start right away when yeah, he returns. I think he'll start eventually. And Duncan he's might be... in shape, probably. Yeah. Just he hasn't played in the game It's a been lot. three weeks. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, but And Duncan kind of goes into, as good as he's been, he's going to play. But there might be games like when the team was fully healthy for those two games, like Duncan didn't play or he played five minutes. Mm-hmm. Or it just depends on... The matchup. Yeah, but they got a lot needs. of shooters. Yeah, so it's it just going to depend. Like, he's going to have one of those roles where one night he'll play 25 minutes and the other night he'll play seven. The Wayne Ellington. Exactly. Syndrome. So I, I just think that's probably going to be the case. Yeah. And um, I think the question, what we're going to have to watch is how do Justice and Jimmy play together? I think Justice has to, you know, he was a good three point shooter last year, right? And he had not, I, I don't have the stats up in front of you, but he had not been the same shooter this year, year as he was. Yeah, last year, particularly he was great. I think in the corner threes, 
he's going to have to do that for sure. If you uh, if the offense is going to be, you know, the, it's going to get a defensive boost no matter what when Justice gets back. But if you want the offense to keep clicking like this, he's going to have to shoot because they've shot, like you said, so well. They were coming into tonight, I think, third in the league in three point percentage. Um, obviously, the starting lineup is three excellent shooters mm-hmm. and. Then Jimmy Butler, who's you know passable, and, and, you and Bam, you who's good, yeah. and Bam, who's at least can hit for the mid range. Once you throw Justice in there, if he's Justice of last year, you still have two excellent shooters, one very good shooter, and then Jimmy and Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then if he's not, then you're kind of you got two excellent shooters and none, and. Myers and then you know Justice and Jimmy who can, you got to respect them but you know it it could potentially be a big drop off in terms of shooting if you replace Duncan with Justice but it also could not be as big a drop off right, as, as we think. we think because he has the capability to shoot at a really high percentage and for those who are saying it doesn't work they've played two games together this year like they <laughs> barely played twenty six yeah. minutes and, and plus two I guess which is oh, I guess better than negative but they ha- they barely played. So mm-hmm. like it's gonna take gonna a, it's gonna take anyway. a little bit. They're gonna stagger. They're gonna play like it was thirteen minutes a game. They played together in these two games. They're gonna play ten and twelve, thir- you know, ten, twelve, thirteen minutes a game. So the other twenty minutes they play on the court yeah. is not gonna be with the other guys. So I mean, it's something to watch, but I think also it's probably not gonna be as often as people think. I think it's also worth noting that uh, Kendrick Nunn, for you know, a lot of the attention these guys be for what he does as a ball handler and as the, you know, he's been the point guard for three weeks now, even with Jimmy on the court. I think his the, the safest ceiling, maybe not the highest ceiling for him, but the, the safest way that he's going to be really good every night is as an off-ball guy, or yeah. at least playing a lot of his minutes off the ball because he's a really good three-point shooter, um, and he can give you some of what Duncan gives you. Right. But then he also adds that extra dimension of if you kick out to him and the defense is out of position because they've had to collapse when Justice or uh, Jimmy drives. When you kick it out to him, if you kick it out to Duncan Robinson, he's just shooting because mm-hmm. that's what he does. Not, gonna, not a guy who's going to take very many dribbles. Whereas Kendrick Nunn can maybe pump fake and get in the lane and, and keep that ball movement circulating. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're sacrificing maybe some of the shooting. But you're getting an ex- another excellent... You know, the two best strengths of the team, right, are the three-point shooting and the passing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you sacrifice some of the shooting, but you're going to get that passing boost yeah, by I, getting that extra ball handler, extra guy who's proven to be a really good passer on the court. And it could help Duncan. I mean, Justice is a guy who, when you when you, maybe when you stagger it and you put, put him around bench guys, you know, bench guys around him, him with Duncan, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a driving kick guy. Yeah. So... He's gonna help in that area. Like you're just adding another guy who could get to the basket and, and find shooters. And this team has a lot of shooters, like you said. So I think in the end it's only gonna help this team again. I mean he had the best plus minus on the team last year. Yeah. He's a really good plus minus already this year. Like, yeah, he hasn't shot the three ball well. It's a small sample size. Let's let's see. I wanna see this team with a healthy justice and see what it looks like before we kind of come to any conclusion. Because he again, he's a big part of he should be a big part of this roster. Probably a top third or fourth best player on the team, mm-hmm. he's barely played. And I think he's going to make a big difference probably when it's all said and done. Would you give any consideration to swapping Kendrick out of the starting lineup? I mean, that's like theoretically the other swap yeah. because Kendrick's been the point guard. Justice will be the point guard. You keep that extra shooter out there with 
Duncan. I just uh, I, I, I don't know if he's enough scoring in a certain lineup when if he's out if he's not in there. It's kind of crazy to say, but like, ju- I, I even think he's a better scorer than Justice. So yeah, I, I mean I, he is the I, probably the best isolation scorer other than yeah. Jimmy on the team. Like I, if you have just Goron, Justice but. Duncan Jimmy. Um, Myers and Bam. Like, I don't know if there's enough offense there. Mm-hmm. So I think you need Kendrick in there just because he's a guy who can create his own offense. He can score points. Um, and Duncan is, for as good as a shooter, he is, uh, he is he's kind of limited. So I, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, for me, uh, you know, starting, I know starting is kind of overrated, but you want to get off your good starts. So you want to find the right combination. This Duncan lineup has worked. But I, I just think eventually you got you got to put Justice back in there. Yeah. And, I mean, in theory, the... If you're just thinking like you're your five best guys out on the court this year, it's probably what Goron, mm-hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy, Justice, Justice Bam. Bam, and like I guess maybe Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. If you're going position, I, I don't know. I was about, I'm starting to look this up. Have we even seen that lineup yet this year? Like, I don't think so. I mean, I don't even maybe know. for Justice. a couple minutes. Yeah. Because Justice has been out for so long. Um, yeah, I mean, you gotta. It's early enough in the season where you're still trying to like tinker yeah. a little bit. So we've seen it. Spo doesn't mind changing things up. Yeah. So he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna find the right. The, the goal is find the right combination by the end of the season. Yeah. And a lot of times it takes Spo three, four, five months to find that right combination, but he'll find it. But again, he hasn't. Ha- like he said today after the win against the Hornets, he hasn't had to make tough decisions yet because guys have been in and out of the lineup. Right. So. It's going to come, and you know, and we're going to ultimately see who's going to be in the rotation now when everyone's healthy. It does not look like we've seen that lineup yet. That, that yeah, it doesn't surprise them. So. Especially because yeah. Jimmy and Justice have overlapped just for two games. Yeah, so so, so that's one that'll be exciting to monitor. And yeah. I mean, Tyler, like, there's there's a lot of lineup permutations we had just haven't gotten to see because of Justice being out. So yeah. maybe it'll be a little bit of growing pains, but... And Derek Jones, um, by the way, too. I mean, yeah, Derek Jones been out, and... So. Uh, Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters. Good transition. You're good yeah. at this team. <laughs> His suspension uh, ends, I guess, Saturday, technically. The yeah. 10th game will be Friday against the Warriors. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just... I guess he'll be back, right? Like, there's not yeah. been any indication that he won't. Right now, there's no indication he won't. And if he wants to be back, I don't know how the Heat don't. At least, yeah, I mean, he's going to be practicing. He's going to be traveling with the team if he wants to. If he wants to, unless he says... I'd rather just not go. Yeah, and we get like but a kind of JR mutual in, thing in yeah. Cleveland last year where he just stayed away. But if he wants to, I the Heat aren't gonna keep him away. So he might I mean if he's suspension ends Friday against the Warriors, he's eligible to play Sunday against the Nets. They might practice if the Heat Saturday, practice Saturday yeah. is he there? I'm guessing he's not gonna play. He might not even travel because he's not in shape or something. You know, he hasn't played in mm-hmm. a couple weeks and I don't know if you know what he's been doing that time, but um I, I just I mean, we just discussed like kind of how many options this team has. With the way this has the season has begun for Dion, and kind of the hole he's dug for himself. Yeah, I just uh, it is going to take a lot for him to kind of get back into this rotation. Yeah, they've got ten guys you would rather have than him, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, not Dion at his best, but right. just Dion is talented. Like he he brings something, but it's just it's it's so like so much has happened that yeah. I just I don't know. It's, I, I just can't envision it. Like, this team already is, like, I feel like it's moved past the this Yeah, point. He is the such, thing, he's such a holdover from yeah, that last year, yeah. from or the last couple of years. Like, even James, who is not suspended, he's barely played. Yeah. 
and he's one of those holdovers from those years. So it just seems like this this team has moved on from those guys. Like they've they're kind of in a new, uh, the next phase yeah. you know, with these new players, and right now it's working. So why go back, mm-hmm. right? So I, it's going to be interesting though because it's going to loom over this team. Like there hasn't been many questions about Dion over the past few weeks since the start of the suspension because he's kind of just been yeah he's been gone. gone. He's been it's like, been a thing we like don't have to worry about until. Yeah. This week, pretty much. And then it's in a company. I mean, when he was on, when he was eligible to play before the suspension, it was every practice, every game. Yeah. Is he inactive? What's his status? Is he going to play? Is he traveling? Like those questions are going to come now. Yeah. If he's available, so um, yeah, it's going to about this to all start up again. Spolstra's going to have to answer those questions. Players are going to have to talk about it. Dion, you know, we haven't spoken to Dion since before the season. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of questions to be answered and. Unfortunately for the Heat, despite all the success, it's going to be a storyline. Yeah, we haven't heard a canned answer like he's our brother very often this season. This this group has very yeah. good chemistry. You can tell just standing around in the locker before and locker room before and after games. Like they had this what this group that's here right now. Yeah. I don't know how many guys they are like around twelve. Like they all really like each other yeah. and and Dion. I'm not saying they don't like Dion, but Dion hasn't been around. Like right. it's. It's yeah. It's almost. It's like he's hasn't, hasn't been, been on the team. team. Yeah. yeah, you don't see him around. I mean, Udonis has said, you know, he's my brother and I care about him and I yeah. love him. And again, that's another. That's one of the guys who was a teammate of his. Like a lot of these guys weren't even teammates of his. Yeah. So all the. I mean, yeah, or they were for like, oh, like Duncan was yeah, here for like for a, a week, a couple, or whatever, yeah, a, couple yeah. a month out of the season. Kendrick Hunt was here for one day, not even there, <laughs> not even a day. He wasn't even there. So yeah, I mean, it just it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be strange, I think, but. Um, yeah, we're it's gonna it's gonna start, and we're gonna have to deal with it all over again. All right, let's wrap up with the uh, the biggest news of the week, and that is the return of the vice jerseys. All right, revealed today. Yeah, uh, blue this time, vice wave as they call them. That's the best name out of all of them. I think I like that name. So it was uh, vice knights was the black one. Knights was it sunset vice or sunrise for the pink ones? Sunset vice. Sunset vice. What was the first one? Were they just Vice? Because they were the original, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like the Vice Wave name. I kind of, I thought that this one was going to be called the Vice um, Sunrise. Sunrise. I thought because it was Sunset. My, my, my uh, theory from today is that next is going to be yellow. It's based on nothing, just the fact that they have a lot of yellow. And, yeah, uh, and my theory, That'll be Sunrise. Yeah. True, that, that makes sense. Maybe yeah. that's what they're saving it for. Yeah. Um, what do you think? You like the blue? Vice City is the, is the Vice blue City. One. Yeah. Because it was the first city edition, yeah, yeah. so it was Vice City. Right. But you like the blue? I like the blue. Actually, I was ranking them before we, this podcast, and I, blue is my second. I didn't think I would be able to say this, because at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about it. I think it's my second favorite. Like, my second I like them more seeing them in the promotional material yeah. than I did when I saw Tyler Hero. There's something about them that pops. Like, I, I think everyone agrees the black is like the best. Yeah. Like, the, you black might be the best NBA jerseys ever. ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like the Heat should wear them every single game. Even on the road, at home, it's every even the allergies are black. Even, okay, I swear to them. Um, those are the best. I think second of these blue ones, I'll, I'll go with the white for third just because they're clean, they're classic. Yeah. And then pink is fourth. But, I mean, they're all good. They're all nice. Um, but the black is by far the best. But the blue is surprisingly, it's it's nicer than I thought. I'm going to flip white and blue, but otherwise. Okay. Black one, white two, blue three. 
pink for. Although I like the pink, I think more than a lot of people. Do. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I like the pink too. I don't mind. I just. I mean, they're all good. So you, you have to pick. You have to pick your favorite. Yeah. And yeah, I, the black. I, 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 my question is, I want to maybe do a story on this later. Um, what are they gonna do next? Like you said, like, is it the? Yeah. Or is it, are they done? Do they like kind of recycle them? Do they go back well, yeah, and cycle what, through them? Because of the rules, are they you can you can't wear the city edition jerseys like twice, or they, maybe back. I think they're for years. once. Yeah, they're like once. So I, I don't know if the yeah back to back years. I don't know if you can wear them. Like let's say you want to bring the white back next year. Yeah, it's been four years. So yeah. maybe you can. So I, well, the other issue is that the NBA. Well, I guess you'll get five next year. Do they still do that where if you make the playoffs, you get you a get, fifth one. You get, yeah, you get a yeah, which I. I don't mind bringing back the old '90s Heat jerseys. Like those are nice. Yeah, those are good too. There's a lot of options, but I think, yeah. The, the problem is the Heat have three like classic base jerseys, like the red, white, mm-hmm. and black. Like those are classics. They're not going to cycle them out. Like in theory, you would probably cycle the black out for the vice black, and maybe just make that a staple. Yeah, I'd but, be, I mean, again, like I said, I, I'm, that's what they should, all for should do. Just do the white, the red. And the black and then vice. the black vice yeah. and the white vice or something, and just have that be your four that you always use. And yeah. then, and then when you make the playoffs, just pick something like five, yeah, something. try out a yellow, Develop try out yeah. a pink, bring pink back, or do an FIU themed. Yeah, it was back. FIU night tonight, <laughs> as you noted. I didn't really, really notice. It was FIU takeover night. FIU takeover, and night. this was planned like months in advance. <laughs> it just so happened that it was after this game. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, um, I think we can wrap up there, though. Um, got anything to, to plug before we finish up? Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, just the usual game coverage. I mean, yeah. you know, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to plan as, you know, kind of go as the games go. But um, you know, I'm going to have something on Chris Silva coming up um, that I think will be interesting. Um, and, yeah, it's a big week, like playing the Rockets on Wednesday, like we noted, and then that – and if they go and stayed here, which now it's crazy that we overlook Golden State, but that's another winnable home game. And then you go on the road. And so I think next week we're going to know a little bit more about this E team because they're playing some good opponents coming up. I also just like read our notebooks because we've been money <laughs> on like getting the trend of the that's game. That's true. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you wrote Kelly yesterday. Yeah. And then he has the best game of the year today. I wrote Duncan before his 9 3 game. Yeah. That's, you wrote Duncan yeah. as the notebook that day yeah. against. Uh, that was a good story, actually, with uh, talking Beeline, yeah. who obviously coached him at Michigan. I wrote Kendrick Nunn as a notebook in the Cleveland game last week, and he had eight assists. Eight assists and, career, huh? yeah. So, yeah, read our notebooks if you want to know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's you, a good call. You can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. You can follow me on Twitter at DBWilson2. Um, yeah, we'll be back after the Thanksgiving break, um, I guess before that road trip, or in the middle of that road trip. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll probably have to do remotely we'll next week. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, thanks, as always, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.